And if you think that way, you're actually sliding back into that employee mentality, picturing yourself again in the day-to-day of the subject matter, instead of elevating yourself and saying, what do I really want out of life? What do I want to accomplish on this next phase of my business journey? Because the reality is the next phase of your business journey should be a step up from what you are exiting. Welcome to the Infinite Franchisee Show podcast, the show for franchisees and small business owners who want to exchange the hustle and never ending tasks of being a business owner for a life of swag, a life of sanity, wealth, and gratitude. I'm your host, April Porter, and I get it. Owning franchise locations is hard and keeping your sanity while doing it well, that's even harder. I have been there. I opened my first business with no business experience, but I managed to find my swag operating four franchise locations and only working five hours a week on the business. Today, as an empire building strategist, I mentor franchisees and small business owners across the world, showing them it is possible to own a successful business while living a life full of swag. Look, business ownership is messy and it's frustrating, but you don't have to give up on the dreams you had when you first started your business. In this podcast, you'll learn how easy it can be to achieve everything you want. Let me show you the way. Right now, I happen to be working with several clients that are going through transition. They have built successful businesses. Those businesses are now being sold and they're looking at what is next in their journey. What are they going to invest in next? What's their next role? Do they want to own another business? Do they want to be an employee for someone else again because they want something that's more simple? These are things we're exploring and The important thing to remember is that many people who are coming to this type of transition are dealing usually with things, with what they've learned from their journey thus far. Now, what you've learned from your journey thus far is going to tell you what you don't want out of life, but it may not give you a really clear path as to what you do want. This can be dangerous because generally when people get to the point where they know what they don't want, that may be where your focus is. And that could cause us to swing the pendulum to the extreme opposite side. For instance, I talk to business owners all the time who have had a business that has caused them quite a bit of stress or they feel like they have to be in the business because of being short staffed or dealing with entry level staff. And that brings about problems of trying to teach people how to show up in the workforce professionally and reliably. So while you're teaching people that, there's quite a few of call outs, people not showing up for the first day of work, people not even showing up for the interview. Obviously, this is a very frustrating place for small business owners to be. So if this has business owner experience with employees, then when they go through a transition to the next business, it's not unusual for a business owner to say, whatever I do, I don't want to manage employees, period. Now that perspective is coming from a place of all of the headaches that they have had in managing employees. But it is a narrow-minded perspective. What are all the factors that contributed to the employees in that business being 
at a level that cause those type of headaches? Well, they're entry level. I mean, high school and college students are what are working for most restaurant and retail businesses, which when you're talking about the franchise world is a significant portion of the storefronts that we deal with. There are a lot of jobs out there that don't have entry-level employees. So think about it. Do you think if you owned a business where your employees were all attorneys that you would deal with those same issues? Do you think people would just randomly not show up to work and not call in? Do you think they'd miss court dates and you would have to scramble to show up and cover for them after you got a call from the judge? No, because you're dealing with very educated, highly professional and highly skilled employees. So it's important to keep these types of things in mind when you're going through a transition, because it is in our human nature to look backward and see all of the negative because we are hardwired to survive. And our instincts tell us if we want to survive and thrive, we have to account for all the things that could go wrong and we have to adjust our behavior to avoid those things. So when we're going through a transition and we look backwards and we just notice, oh, I don't wanna deal with those employees anymore. I don't ever wanna have a storefront where my rent is X amount per month, right? We're seeing all the negative, but we're not asking ourselves the question of what do I want or what could be different in those scenarios to help me achieve what I want. Now, luckily my clients have been working with me for a while. So as they go through this transition, they are open-minded. They're more open-minded than what we just discussed. However, they are still vulnerable to sliding back into the mindsets and the patterns that they had for the majority of their lives. So that's what we're keeping an eye on. And what we're really diving into is what do they want for their lives, not what do they want for their days. What I mean by that is, again, when you're looking forward to a change in a career, it's easy to begin imagining the subject matter of whatever business you might be entering. So thinking in terms of if I have, if I'm leaving the gym business and I'm asking, well, what do I want to do moving forward? And I want to teach, then I might be thinking about, well, what does that look like? Maybe I could do a tutoring business. And if you think that way, you're actually sliding back into that employee mentality picturing yourself again in the day-to-day -day of the subject matter instead of elevating yourself and saying, what do I really want out of life? What do I want to accomplish on this next phase of my business journey? Because the reality is the next phase of your business journey should be a step up from what you are exiting. And you should be able to apply everything that you've learned through your journey up until now to the next phase to help accelerate you to your lifestyle of swag, which we know everyone has a vision of what they want their life to look like. And that vision usually, in fact, I haven't ever met a person that this is not true for, it usually involves elements of sanity, wealth, and gratitude. So as you look forward, you want to begin thinking about what does my life need to look like? If I want my life to truly have that time freedom that I thought I was getting when I bought my first business. 
And maybe I didn't achieve that entirely because I made decisions back then from an employee mindset. So now as I'm moving forward, I want time freedom. If you want time freedom, then you have to start looking at opportunities that are not trading hours for dollars. If you're only examining opportunities that train trade hours for dollars, you're going to step right back into an employee role. So instead you have to start looking for opportunities that trade your expertise, your strategic thinking, your ability to manage people, your ability to effectively delegate, your ability to attract and retain a qualified and productive staff. You're looking for opportunities that trade those skills for dollars. Where do you find those opportunities? Well, you're not, if you were going to go back and take a job, would you really wanna go take the job of an employee or even a manager? No, because it's like a lateral move. If you've been the small business owner of a storefront over the last few years who had to work in the business due to being short-staffed in the scenario that we are using. So that would be more of a lateral move. So you're looking, if you're gonna go back and take a job, you are looking for a job that you have the opportunity to go in as a strategic contributor to the overall company. So more of a senior management executive level, if that's what you're looking for, is a job. But if you're truly looking for time freedom and you don't really wanna go back to working 40 hours a week, then you want to look for opportunities that allow you to step into the role of strategist. Many times these opportunities are going to be in purchasing an existing business. And when you purchase an existing business, what you're looking for is a business that is already making the income that you would like to have. Think about it. If right now there is an owner out there who's selling their business and they their P&Ls show that they are taking home an income of $250,000 per year. When they exit the business, that income doesn't exit. The business is generating that income. So when they exit the business and you step into that role, bam, you are making $250,000 a year in income. Take a look at that business owner's role. What are they doing? Are they showing up to the shop every day? Are they managing people from the floor? Or do they have management in place where they're able to have a couple meetings a week and let everyone excel and be the geniuses in their roles and let those employees do their job while the owner can do other things? And those other things might include other business ventures, but they might also just include hanging out with the kids over the summer. They might include having a hobby that they could nurture every single day. So as you move into your next phase, a great way to really start to explore what do you want with your life is to look not just at the opportunity, but at the lifestyle of the person you would replace in that opportunity. If you're stepping into an employment role, what is the lifestyle of the person who left that role? Are they working 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week? 
What is their income? What type of employees are they having to manage? What type of challenges have come about from managing those employees? Because that's the role you're stepping into. If you're going to purchase a business, then what is the owner's role? What does it look like? And maybe that owner isn't as sophisticated as you are. Maybe they haven't evolved out of the employee mindset. So they are, in fact, working on the floor of the business. But when you look at an income of $250,000, you might say, you know, they're working in there, but I could hire a genius to do these things in the business. I could pay them a hundred grand a year. That decreases my income as I step in to $150,000 a year. But between my strategy and that person's zone of genius to be able to execute, I project we could grow the business in the first three years to a level where I may be making $300,000 a year. So that's what you want to be thinking about. And that's how you should be looking at your next step in business is not how are you going to spend your days? but how are you going to reach the lifestyle you want? Thanks for listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. If you had a breakthrough from listening to this episode, leave us a five-star review and share it with your business owner friends. If you liked what you heard here, I have more content in other places. You can find me on YouTube and over on Instagram. Join my free Facebook group, Franchisee Tips and Tricks, where I teach weekly business lessons for free. You can also learn about ways you can partner with me and work with me for a season of your business. Get more information at AskAprilPorter.com. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, never settle for anything less than infinite success. Oh,